How many times are we going to say that we're starting recording and then not actually record, Chloe? How do I know that this is the actual start and you're not just saying that and we're just going to start again? Hi, we're professional podcasters. (laughs) Hello, we are recording. For real this time. not going to be cut. (laughs) Or is it? If you're listening to this now. It's not being cut. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Hello. Hi, I'm Portia. I'm Chloe. And this is the No Chloe Club. Sorry, Chloe, you're out of the podcast. Okay, bye. Oh. <laughs> you actually sad? Huh? You actually sad? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. How's it going, Chloe? Oh, uh, not bad. You've been pretty sick, haven't you? Yep, more headaches. But um, I've been to the doctor again today, and they're going to try and speed up the... Um, specialist appointment so hopefully i can get yeah. it sorted sooner yeah because she the main reason we didn't record last week is because chloe's been very sick i have headaches like every day which is fine like i'm kind of used to it but they're getting worse at the moment so it's just um yeah and then we saw that tiktok of the girl who <laughs> who had like had some gr- yeah she had like build up in her sinuses and they were like burning it off it was yeah. so creepy yeah and i'm pretty certain that's what they'll do to you yeah but they'll just probably take the whole nose off no i'm joking <laughs> i didn't believe you <laughs> i thought you would no i'm joking um anyway welcome to the mess once again i both. know i wonder if people listen like why do i listen to this really trauma trauma (laughs) actually i keep meaning to bring that up that before we started this and still now but a lot more before we started this we would always make jokes and be like hashtag trauma like yeah we literally just make fun of everything bad that's that's ever happened happened to us us. yeah like hands up if you use humor as a coping strategy like yeah yeah (laughs) i'm sure there's like a lot of people who can relate to that i well it's always that thing that you see on like facebook groups also just as a side note if you guys are looking for good facebook groups there's two that we're both i think we're both a part of yeah on facebook one is called daughters of narcissistic mothers i think and one is also called the sisterhood yeah of uh, abusive mothers we yeah. should have written this down before. I'll I'll um check it before the end of the episode and I'll I'll shout them out at the end. Okay, yeah, but go on, go ahead and listen to them. But um, I think that's like a really common thing with people with trauma. Yeah, it's like, did you have a normal childhood or are you funny? Yeah, exactly. Even though I'm not funny, neither am I. <laughs> no, people think you're funny. I, we've said this before. My boss thinks you're really funny. The okay, but they're also I feel like we, we always shout them out. But they they. My favorite thing is that they say crack up. So they'll be like, oh, you're such a crack up. They're American. <laughs> and it's just funny to me that that's how they describe people who are funny. Like, I don't know. It's crack up, bro. Crack up, bro. Um, so I wanted to mention um, about our audience, like just in general, because in the beginning, um, our audience was predominantly New Zealanders. So Mostly like, New Zealanders Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, like friends and family and stuff. And then some Australians. Yeah, um, which is, again, family and friends that we have in Australia. But now um, the USA is, like, I think almost 35% of our listeners. Yeah. And New Zealand and Australia are at, like, 17%. So um, does that mean, USA, you need to get your shit done and stop traumatising your daughters and sons Maybe. and non-binary children and other no, what's that saying um something something and non-binary folks gals pals ga- gals pals and non-binary friends no there's a, a folks one i can't think what it is anyway, anyway. <laughs> butchering this once again yeah but um anyway thanks for listening guys bye <laughs> but um yeah the usa has like double the amount of australia and new zealand um all-time streams which is really which is really cool so yeah and i always because i think what happens well i I have no fucking clue. But I think what happens is um, the algorithm starts to pick up where the the predominant, like where yeah. the listeners are coming from. Mm. And so that way they kind of then cater it going, okay, this person's going to like, yeah. um, I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because more Americans are listening to us. Maybe we get that- shown to more Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Like suggested. Yeah. Um, yeah, but still, I just thought it was pretty cool considering when we first started, it was just like (laughs) our friends and family (laughs) who were listening. Yeah. Now it's like actual human beings are listening to us. Yeah. Our friends and family aren't human beings. No. Um, yeah. What's been going on? Um, I've been in bed. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> What's been going on with you? Well, I saw a very interesting um, bumper sticker the other day. Oh, That's yeah. A fun what was story. it again? Um, so I was driving home in my car, as you do, and there was a car that was pulled up next to me, and it had a, um, or like a, not a bumper sticker, but a window sticker on the rear view. Yeah. Thingy. Yeah. Magic. I can't talk today, which is great Never for podcasting. Can. We've made that joke before. <laughs> um, but it had a bumper sticker that said global warming and then warming was crossed out and next to it, it said hoax. Mm. So it was like global hoax. And I was just like, how stupid can Because I know that in other countries, that's really, it's a really common thing to see, you know, yeah. bumper stickers and stuff being like Trump believes in god not science fuck you <laughs> not exactly like that but yeah yeah hopefully we don't have any trump fans because we are well not we're pretty sympathetic towards trump <laughs> um yeah but it was but yeah it's quite it reminds me i was taking a bunch of kids to football the other day and they were i was just kind of tuning out they were all talking and then i realized they were talking about climate change and then um one of the kids is like oh yeah but you know it's not trump's fault that that the climate's changing okay. and i was like how old is this kid uh 12 13, 12, 13 i think actually oh, and i was like well, starting them off young yeah i was like no but you know he's not really doing anything to help it and he's like actively chosen to pull out of things that do help it and he's like yeah but he's better than biden and i was like oh okay i was okay. so young like who's told you Parents. oh yeah <laughs> but yeah it was a bit, a bit awkward yeah but honestly like <sighs> it's we were talking about this with Ellen earlier it's this idea of like that like science and fact is now debatable yeah Yeah, it's up for debate like yeah it's it's like oh that's just my opinion that COVID isn't real it's like no that's not an opinion that's you being a fucking idiot yeah and I guess we should say like because we do have a big American audience and I'm sure there are people out there who have different views on this to us and that's totally fine. I don't like, no. no, no, like we're respectful to, to what other people believe. But when it comes down to something like life or death, which COVID is and, and climate change is like, we're not interested in hearing this. Information no, about exactly, it. exactly. Like there's the, uh, it's like this thing of like people saying that, oh, it's my opinion that LGBT people shouldn't have rights. It's like, no, that's not an opinion. Yeah. An opinion is like, I, I like pineapple on pizza. Yeah. But an opinion. But when you're talking about like some uh, literally life or death or someone's rights, yeah, like that's not that's yeah. not an opinion. That's that's something that's going to endanger the lives of yeah, exactly millions of people. We're like, getting preachy now. <laughs> anyway, come to my church, guys. Sunday <laughs> at green. nine a.m. Vote green, even though the <laughs> election in New Zealand is already over. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good result. We're yeah. happy with the result. Yeah, I wish that yeah. Greens had got more. So. Yes. I wish it great. I really hope that this isn't boring for everybody. We're like, they're like New oh Zealand election, but yeah, I I was, oh, like I was happy with the result. It was the best that I think we could have gotten. Yes, at the time, I but would have more really greens liked would have been awesome to have the greens. Well, they're still in talks though. Yeah, for Labour Greens. So. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so should we get into today's topic? Yes, we should. Okay. Hey. While we are knowledgeable about this stuff because of our collective experiences, we aren't professionals. We research what we talk about and our references are in the show notes, but please don't take anything we say as gospel. If you feel like you need support, you can reach out to us at thenocontactclub at gmail.com or see the links in the show notes. Thanks. So this week... We're talking about something fun. Something we never talk about. I've literally, the words have never come from my no. mouth. Like, I I don't even know how to say it. Therapy? Th- 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 therapy. 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 We, we talk, talk about, about it every episode. Because <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Um, no, and... it's not really. No, it is really. <laughs> that was a bad joke. That was a good joke, hey, guys. <laughs> I'm. You can see why I'm funny. It's all a trauma. <laughs> all right, moving on. Hashtag trauma. Um, so yeah, like we're always like get therapy if you can afford it. Therapy is really good. And like, we say that because like, it's true. Like, yeah, we both go to therapy and we can vouch for it. Mm. Um, and us two random girls from New Zealand vouching for it (laughs) means it's solid 
fact. Yeah, but like also we're not just like, oh yeah, you should do it and not doing it ourselves. Like, you know, okay, no, (laughs) I haven't been to therapy for a while. And that's honestly just because I haven't had the money, but we were literally sitting, we were literally sitting downstairs and we were like, oh, what are we going to call this week's episode? Like talking about and stuff. And then Chloe goes, you know, I parrot on about like, go to therapy, go to therapy, but like. Sometimes I have like eight week breaks in, <laughs> in between and I'm like, interesting. Yeah. You're more consistent than me and yours costs more than mine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally, it's not because I don't want to go. I really do enjoy going to therapy and talking about myself for an hour. Like I, I really enjoy it's just it, like... <laughs> but it's more just money. Like sometimes I just don't go cause I can't really afford it. So. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But at the same time, I, as long as you're not like in crises, like exactly, like I would obviously go. And my therapist is really lovely. She's like, as long as we're all squared up at the end when, like, when I'm done, mm. like it's fine. So yeah, but yeah. So how long have you been in therapy for now? Um, oh, that is a question. Well, with the therapist nearly, you're with now, nearly a year. Yeah, it, it's probably like eight months. I yeah, think. and then you were with a one person before that but not for I was very with long. a couple of therapists before that but yeah. we can get into that later what about you uh two years this month actually oh yeah I celebration just, just, yeah I should send her a text and hey happy, happy one year anniversary two years two years two year anniversary <laughs> um yeah so that's kind of weird that I've been going for that long yeah do you feel like what like how do you feel <laughs> how does that make you feel um uh, I definitely feel different like I know I'm not I don't think about things the same way I did when I started therapy yeah but at the same time I also know that I have a little long way not a little long way I have like a decent way to go like I'm not like I'm fine I feel like also I think like saying like oh I have a long way to go like it seems like there's an end in sight but yes I don't really think that there's like a tangible way that you can be like okay I'm done with therapy now unless your therapist goes you're like yeah it's you're fine yeah I think um as well in the beginning I saw therapy as I had stopped talking to mum and I was like this is before I went no contact like fully I was in no contact for like a month or two yeah um I had um decided I would go to therapy and I viewed it as I'm gonna sort myself out so I can talk to mum again like it was just Mm. like go a couple of sessions talk about everything out with mom yeah and then and then you're fixed yeah and like go back to talking to mom but the more I went the more I was like actually I'm going for me because it's important for me to go and talk about this stuff and it's nothing to do with her like yeah you know how like even though you talk about her yeah it's it's nothing to do with her in terms of everything to do with you exactly yeah Yeah. so like that's, that's the whole point of therapy yeah and that's the probably the biggest change I guess has been looking at it as something for me rather than something that can benefit somebody else that's like quite um interesting to think about in terms of like codependency Mm. like thinking about that you exist for someone else you are codependent with this other person you exist to better yourself for them that's literally why I went in the first place finally taking a step back and going actually no this is for me yeah like yeah it's it's for me to to make progress in my life yeah make myself feel better yeah i how did you find your therapist we, we'll get into other ways that we can find like you can yeah yeah find therapists along the track but i um i just googled it and i think i had a look at a couple of pages or websites and sort of was like yeah and then i don't i won't call out i won't say my therapist's name but let's just call this her, is her address yeah <laughs> Docs her guys um i'll just call her jane but um when I came across her website, just something about it, I was like, she seems really nice. Like, and I just emailed her and um, she was just so nice. And even after our first session, I mentioned to you earlier, I just remember sitting there like word vomiting for like the whole hour, just like, well, here's what happened. This is my life story. story." And her just like open mouth, like, okay, yep. Okay. And I always (laughs) remember she emailed me afterwards and was like, um, like thank you for choosing to share that with me and like if you feel comfortable I'm comfortable moving forward and like working together she was like I think we should just go gently and I really liked that she said that because I was like yeah I don't want to go in like and just be like this is all my trauma yeah yeah and also I knew her I forgot do you remember that her daughter used to be friends with um one of our sisters like a long time ago 
Ah, yeah. So, okay. so I, 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 a sister that we're in contact with. No. Ah, okay. Um, so I, I didn't, I'd never met her, but I knew her house and stuff. And I was like, I've been here before. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. But um, but yeah, it was just Google. Like, I didn't have any recommendations or anything. I was yeah. just kind of going off what I could find yeah. that was nearby because I didn't want to travel a long way. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Sim- yeah. It's similar for me how I found my current therapist. I literally just Googled what I was looking for, like um, yeah, certain types of therapists that yeah. catered to my needs, and mm. so I ended up Googling that, and that's how I found him, and just decided to. To just, just go, go yeah. yeah and it's worked at, out well hey? yeah because at the time i was earning quite a lot so i could afford to yeah because it's more go pricey. every week um but now obviously that i'm jobless it's not that's <laughs> <laughs> frequent yeah but that's um right. but yeah honestly i i think that's like probably everyone's first step is just just by, googling by yeah googling because i there. i mean i googled all the time to try and find therapists and yeah and even had like a I don't know if I don't know if other countries do this, but like at my workplace, they did like a, a counseling type thing through the company. Yeah, so like you could get like thing. six sessions or something like that. And so I would go and see her. I'd seen her prior, and she was okay. Like she, but for the stuff that I was talking about, it's quite heavy. It was very heavy, I think, and I and don't think that she was no. capable of managing that yeah and that's one thing surface level stuff with her yeah and that's one thing to sort of talk about is that there's different types of therapists and there's some that specialize in like sexual abuse and sexual assault and rape and there's some that specialize in like family trauma and some that specialize in just general anxiety and depression yeah and and grief real specific eating disorders yeah everything like so if you i think in the beginning it's a good idea to just sort of have a look and see what's in your area and, or, or and what like, they specialize in. Yeah. And, and, and also like figure out what you want to figure out your goals prior to mm. seeking out a certain type of therapist, because once you have in your mind, like, okay, I need to go and unpack my childhood trauma. I need to go and talk about grief yeah. or, or I need to go and talk about my confidence or my job or, you know, or you're just really stressed or or, or overwhelmed, or I need to, I want to just go and make my life better. Mm. That way you can go forward and and write people off. So it's like, if they're not matching up to your your kind of what you're looking for. Especially if it's specific, like you need um, someone who deals with um, like family abuse, like abuse in the family, domestic Mm. abuse, you you can type those words into Google and find someone that matches that really yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. And also like one thing I found really great was especially over COVID when we were in lockdown, um, it was very much like because of how um, pro- progress we are with, what am I trying to say? Because of, how, because of the internet, <laughs> <laughs> the internet is good. <laughs> Um, no, you can do it over Zoom. You can do yeah, it over yeah. Skype. Like, it's so accessible now. And it's still, even though, well, I mean, in some parts of the world, like here, we're back to face-to-face things. But I know in some places, like, you can still get, you can even say I'd prefer yeah. a Zoom one if, yeah, if you would. Yeah, absolutely. Know. And if you don't want to even go in to see, I mean, I know people that have therapists that are, like, across the country. Yeah, exactly. And it's like they just do it via, It's you just know, what video works chat. for you, you know. Um, and sometimes maybe you don't have um the means to get to the appointment like you know you haven't got a car or it's too far so yeah it's just what works best for you really yeah absolutely um I wanted to talk about like common misconceptions with therapy or like what to do when you're starting yeah I guess and Um, like the stigma around therapy yeah because because I think like I really struggled to understand like how therapy worked. Mm. Like when I first started with my current therapist, because let's be honest, those other ones were write-offs. <laughs> there was one, there was, I mean, it were, if it works, I know it works for some people, this, the holistic stuff, mm. but the first but therapist. But for you it doesn't. Didn't yeah, the first therapist that I saw, her in, in like our first session together, she goes, you know, we choose our, we choose our mothers from the womb. <laughs> And I know that that works for some people. I yeah, know that it does. And, and But it doesn't do anything yeah, for you. So. so for me, I was like, what? I didn't <laughs> fucking choose her. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. So 
like that's a good example of like just because like you don't have to stick with someone just because you've had one session yeah there's no obligation exactly and and i like to think of therapy initially as almost like a job interview Mm. on both sides yeah because you could go and meet a therapist and you could think, oh my God, they're great. Like I get along with them so well. And on their side, they're going, fuck, this person doesn't, I don't gel with this person mm, well. Yeah. And vice versa. Maybe like, your personalities clash or Yeah. Or whatever. maybe just little things. Like, so I think it is really down to finding someone that fits that, you know. Yeah. Like a puzzle piece almost like slotting yeah, together. Yeah. And it, and it is this, you know, therapeutic relationship and it becomes such an important relationship as well yeah and that's one thing i've um like learned and stuff through my study that the most important thing part of and it's like statistic i don't remember the statistics behind it but it's it's the most important thing for succeeding in therapy is that relationship between you and your therapist yeah because you can go and get cognitive behavioral therapy you can mm. take meds you can talk to someone once a week but if you don't get on with that person you're not going to be as open with them as you you're would not going to be able else. to feel vulnerable exactly it, and and you want to feel safe to be vulnerable vulnerable yeah and so you're not going to get all you can get out of it if you're if you don't gel with that person yeah absolutely it's um because i found it really hard initially with my current therapist to be vulnerable like i always felt like i had to be like on yeah like it's I hard to, to be vulnerable with anyone as well yeah. so yeah. like add on to that someone who's analyzing you and like yeah like listening and looking at your body language and, and then like writing down notes yeah and you're like and what are stuff. you writing yeah i'm always curious what they're writing Me and too. i know that some therapists are like yeah you can read the notes like whatever yeah. but i never ask <laughs> no i can see mine i can see what mine writes like and upside down like, and so Chloe is fucking crazy. <laughs> Sometimes like I'll say something and I can see her write it down and like underline it. And I'm like, why did you underline it? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I think like finding someone that you gel with in a way that you can have that thera- like that therapeutic relationship mm. is so important because if you're, if you're not both present and there for it and yep. not both giving that 100%, mm. then you can't you you can't move on from that like you can't grow in that space because you're not allowing your true self to you know exactly come forth yeah yeah because and you're never going to be able to tackle those like no deep and it's horrible things that you when you are ready you know let alone when you're not (laughs) yeah yeah Um, (laughs) like yeah so with um it was quite interesting when i when i saw my therapist for the first time because he he almost like he he made it very obvious that it was a it was it was very much like a what do you call it like a 50-50 relationship yeah like a two way like street. if i'm if 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 he's going to be present i am required to be yeah just as present and you've as him said to me before he'll like call you out and stuff eh? like yeah. he's really good yeah i i appreciate that a lot when yeah. he does that because i like i know there's one thing that i hate which is vulnerability. Mm. And I feel like when there's like a level of like, like stopping a fucking idiot. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'll stop being an idiot then. <laughs> yeah. It's good though. Cause you need someone like that to, to like bring you out. Like, you know? Yeah. And to just be like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was doing a side eye at Chloe just then. <laughs> you guys can't see. Cause we're not. This is a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, I think as well, like is, we always talk about like having support behind you and going to therapy is such a big step. And even just saying to someone, Oh, I've decided to start seeing a therapist or, you know, if you've got someone behind you that can help support you in that and encourage you and, and that you can sort of talk to about it, it's really helpful because I know two, at least two people, adults who have recently started to go to therapy. Um, And one is, uh, getting towards sixties and the others fifties and, um, the, the era that they would have grown up in compared to now, like you didn't go to therapy, especially if you were a male, you know, like men don't have feelings, of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like there was such a stigma around it. Like you don't talk about feelings, you don't cry, like therapies for crazy people, you know? So it's, it's this total like patriarchal point of view as well saying like, you know, 
Like, what's um, wrong with you? If you're up. a man, that you should yeah. go to therapy, but it it's, which is ridiculous, obviously. It really, really is. Um, because yeah, like honestly, just talking about stuff helps like more than you can even because even because even now, um, I still because I'm I feel like within reason mm. but i would say that i'm quite open about going to therapy now because i want to normalize it mm. but even yeah. now i'll say they'll be like oh what are you doing and i'll be like oh i'm just about to head off and go to therapy and even then people will be like why are you going to therapy yeah and it's like do you want me to go into it like, like i'm just going to therapy like yeah everybody should go to therapy yeah and and it's people my age like in their 20s that are saying that and i'm like yeah it, it makes me realize this bubble that we exist in where therapy is so commonplace mm. um but i really want to expand that so it's like yeah so anyone you don't can... you don't have to be at rock bottom to no. go see a therapist you, you don't, don't have, to have, have to... depression and anxiety yeah you don't have to be sick or crazy or whatever the fuck people want to say that therapy is yeah you literally can maybe you just want to talk about something maybe you just want to figure out what you want to do with your career maybe yeah. you want some help with your family life maybe you want to you know help help control your temper a little bit with your kids or, or yeah. anything like you don't need Literally to have anything a specific um like diagnosis diagnosis mm. yeah to in order to benefit from therapy every fucking person should benefit from therapy yeah like, I, and I think if more people went to therapy the like, world would be very yeah let's send donald trump to therapy oh, Jesus. yeah <laughs> um it reminds me of that tweet slash quote and i don't remember it's been passed around so much that i have no idea who said it first but it was like i go to therapy for the people in my life who won't go to therapy yeah. and yeah. that's one thing like our mum we would suggest it like on and off for different things. There, well, and there her- was like, there were, for example, the time that, um, that Bridie tried to rope, this is before you guys were no contact. Yeah. Bridie tried to rope me and mum into going to therapy. And I was mm. all for it. Like at the time I was looking for a therapist because yeah. I was like, I need help coping with having Everything. just gone no contact and my life is complete mess at the mm. moment um so i was i was like yeah i'll go to therapy like that's awesome and she suggested it to mum and mum was like what would i talk about yeah what would i talk about and brady's like um this like (laughs) the whole situation and also like everything else that's happened in your life like yeah you know like let alone what was going on with you and mum but like the fact that she'd been through a couple of divorces and like all her, her massive arguments that she has with people. Yeah. Her inability to maintain friendships. Mm-hmm. But I, this is the thing anyway. with people with narcissists is that they the don't people who are narcissists, they, they don't, in order for them to go to therapy and benefit from therapy, they have to admit that there's an inherent problem with themselves. Yes. And they are incapable of doing that. So it's like they will never go no. to therapy. No. Uh, but... I, I take that back actually because I know that there are I, I mean I even saw on TikTok I followed this guy on TikTok who um he is a self not self-diagnosed but like he's a diagnosed narcissist yeah and he goes to therapy and and, and is working on himself he calls himself the self-aware narcissist or oh, something. that's fine um so it, it's it can happen like mm. like narcissists yeah, can become self-aware the same way that people with borderline personality become self-aware or like mm. avoidant whatever it's called sociopaths and all that yeah, stuff. Like yeah. people with these like personality disorders, they can become self-aware and, and they go to change, therapy. Yeah. But with narcissists, I think it's just 10 million times harder because. Yeah. They just don't see themselves as the problem. Yeah. And that was the thing with mom. It's like, it didn't matter what, um, it didn't matter what the issue was. It was never her fault. It was never, she was never the issue. Somebody else was, you know. Yeah, it was so, even it was even yeah. like down to um, it was even down to who there was. So she had a she had a dog that was really just misbehaves all the time. He would bite like anybody, people that he didn't trust, that he didn't know. He would bite them. Um, he tried to bite the mailman one time. Yeah, um, yeah he was just. <sighs> very not good um but that's not to say that the dog himself wasn't good he was a lovely dog but he just didn't have good training he was attached to mom yeah he was he was really attached to her she indulged it yeah 
um, because she liked the idea of <laughs> someone being <laughs> being like obsessed with her. <laughs> but um, there was one time that when I was um, flatting with, when I was living with mum and I was also living with my friend at the time and one of our mates came over and said hello and the dog just went and bit her leg and made her That's bleed. Right. And after that, like, the luckily the the chick was like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, she was freaked out by it, but she didn't. But, like, mm. I mean, what do you do? You're like. I know. <laughs> when you're friends with them as well, it's, it's such a hard position to be I in. Know. To be like, your dog attacked me. Also, just as reference, he's a small dog. He's yeah. not like a, he's not a big dog. He's a little um, Bichon, Shitsu. Bichon Shih Tzu mix or whatever, mm. um, which is usually the case with. <laughs> aggressive dogs is the smaller ones and the yeah. more aggressive ones but um I remember after that I was like you know we gotta really get this sorted like we have to get this dog sorted so I went and, and I was googling in our area um dog trainers to, mm. to deal with aggressive dogs and deal with difficult dogs and stuff and I was gonna pay for the entire thing all I needed mum to do was just to show up with yeah with the dog and you know it would be like a couple of sessions it was expensive too wasn't it yeah yeah it was like three hundred dollars a session or something um and literally all mum would need to do is to show up because she's the primary caregiver of the Mm. dog she needs to be there to anyway this is a really long story i'm sorry no um but i remember saying to her you know like i was really thinking about it um i would love to pay for Chico to go, I mean, the dog. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm it's gonna too late do- now. Dox the dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, he would, loves it. No. <laughs> I would love for, you know, this dog to to get better because he's not living a happy life at the moment. No, he's, not, he's stressed all he, the time. He would be stressed all the time. He's stressed out because he's worried about what you're doing and who's coming to the house and who are these strangers and stuff. And so I said, you know, I'd love to, love to pay for it because at the moment he's kind of ruling yeah house, i would yeah. say like he's he we have to cater everything to him because we're worried about him you know yeah attacking people <laughs> and i yeah immediately she started arguing with me saying he he wasn't a problem you know it was there was nothing wrong with him the girl shouldn't have come into the house and and gotten bitten like come on all of this stuff and it's it's just a total inability to yeah to see the actual problem yeah the actual problem and uh, the whole thing was is that i would from what i believe the dog is an extension of her i was just gonna say they're so obsessed with each other yeah so it's like if i'm attacking the dog i'm therefore attacking attacking her yeah so it's yeah which of course we know that's not the way it works but yeah i'm really sorry that was such a long story it's fine don't be sorry (laughs) A, it was a good point, though, of, of narcissists not accepting the problem, yeah, not it accept, became, being it, able to see anything wrong with themselves. Yeah, it became such a huge argument as well. Like I remember it because I remember her contacting me about it. Being like, they were insane. She's like, Pleasure wants to pay for she going to get. Oh, I can't even remember, but it was such a drama. I'm like, I really don't care. <laughs> Just let her do it. It's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> like how can you not see it as if a positive? If someone was going to pay for that for me, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah. you know? I already trained you georgia yeah <laughs> i have a perfect sweet angel dog and if anybody listening knows her don't say anything she's a perfect angel <laughs> she's not a rat bag yeah but anyway back to therapy therapy um yeah definitely shop around yeah um and you don't have to keep making appointments i think we already said that but there's no obligation to continue no you can make an appointment and even if you don't want to say anything to their faces, you can be like, yep, that was great. And then you can be like, actually, no, I don't I Like don't send an that. email, send a text. Yeah, if you're not comfortable saying um, it to their face. Yeah. Or just, I mean, to be honest, like with that lady who said, I choose, we choose our mother, mother. from the womb or whatever, I just didn't make yeah. another point with her because it was literally like one session with her and I'm like, oh, no. But well, you knew but, it wasn't going to work for you. So. Yeah, but I would recommend if you've been in therapy with the same therapist for quite a long time and you're thinking about ending it, definitely try to have that conversation with them because mm. that can be a really kind of healthy way to end a relationship and it can be quite a learning curve for, you know, you as a yeah patient and them as a therapist as well to definitely. be able to navigate that ending of things on a in a healthy way yeah I think. yeah definitely um what else do you do you think we should talk about um oh what did you mean honestly before? we have no notes for this episode guys yeah so we're just, just us talking we're just talking shit yeah <laughs> so one thing we wanted to talk about was um 
arguing with your therapist, which sounds yeah. kind of weird. But I suppose arguing is maybe the wrong word. Maybe disagreeing with your therapist. No, I think arguing you can you can I've say never arguing with mine as well. You've yeah. never argued with yours. No, I kind of have with mine, but really? not in a way that's like oh, <laughs> it's more like it's more like him. It's it's just more like a differing of opinions. Yeah, and and I think that's the whole thing that it's it's really easy to to remember it's really easy to forget sorry that therapists are humans as well and they yeah. can only come at you with a theory of you know putting together certain things and being like i think this you know what do yeah. you think about it it's it's a collaboration not a exactly they're not talking to you like talking sorry at talking you. at you thank yeah. you yeah. um because there's been a couple of times where i've been like i i don't know i think it's more like this or yeah whatever yeah um it took me a long time to be able to do that though, because I automatically wanted to go into that people pleasing mode where yes. no yeah, conflict. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right about everything. And then I walk away and go, Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but I'm getting better at it now where if he says something that I disagree with, I'll go away and absorb it and then come back and go, you know, I left last week's session feeling really XYZ. Yeah. Feeling XYZ, you know, like I, it made me think about this or it made me, feel this way yeah. about things you know yeah um and I think that's a really important step to have within mm. that relationship to be able that to, it is a two-way street yeah and to be able to you know healthily talk about things that aren't necessarily yeah good you can talk about good things you can talk about talk about bad exactly um I think it's really important to be able to argue yeah <laughs> mine told me off once but in like a joking way because sometimes she'll get me to draw pictures which I think I've told you before where yeah. we're like we'll like try and visualize different emotions and stuff and I was like I was like oh no I think I just I just said something she said you know we we're just talking about something and I had expressed something and then she didn't say anything. She's really good at staying silent so that I then fill the space. I hate that. I hate it so much. Because I because I'm I so do awkward. that anyway. I, I do, know. I do that in regular day-to-day life. I'll just word vomit to try and fill yeah. silence because I don't want to have the silence there. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. But, yeah, so she was quiet. And in my head, I'm like, oh, no, is that wrong what I said? Is that dumb? So I was like was that stupid what I said? And she just like looked at me and she's like, did you seriously just ask me that? And I was like, <laughs> yes. And she's like, it's not wrong. It's how you feel. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like I felt so like, but I always do this thing where I almost preempt what she's, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. What she's going to think of what I'm saying. I, I like, it, it's it takes me a while in a session to relax and really like speak freely because I feel like I'm I'm sitting a certain way and I'm acting a certain way even to if try I'm, and manage how she feels about you yeah and how she, and how she sees it. me like yeah if she sees me like fiddling with my hair or something she's like oh maybe she's anxious and I'm like I don't want her to look at me and think hmm what's she thinking you know like yeah there's, there's times weird. where because because this is another thing that I want to bring up quite often when you first, I don't know about you, but this Mm. was for me, definitely. Um, When I first started going to therapy with my current therapist, um, he, after every single session, I felt so jumbled up in my thoughts. Like Mm. I just felt like. All over the show. Yeah, literally. So I could only just call it like scrambled. Yeah, it makes sense. So like, what the fuck is going on? But um during every single session I'm really anxious like, yeah. I'll wring my hands and stuff or like I just got a my favorite murder pop socket on the back of my phone so I'm just playing like, with it I'm playing with it the entire it's time it's so good pop sockets yeah. are so good when you're anxious yeah um but I don't know why I was starting to talk about this um <laughs> I was talking about oh yes yeah. the the projecting thing yeah um but you know I've heard people call it like you're a chameleon yes like you are changing your persona and you're changing your um you know yeah like projection of sort of who you are (laughs) yeah you're changing that to suit what you think they're anticipating that you yeah yeah it's 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 really um frustrating to to feel like you're doing that and not be able to stop it yeah and not um 
it, it like you're not fully present when you're doing that either yeah. and I'm aware of that too yeah I feel like I'm aware of everything yeah I've realized that to well to me I don't know how other people feel about it but to me it feels so disingenuous afterwards I feel like I've just been like, like a wasted liar. the hour yeah yeah I'm like I was just being this random have you person. gotten better at it like do you do it less now yeah I think so and he mm. also said to me um he's like you know when you when I first started seeing you I, I was there was one particular time where you were sitting there and I was just like what is she doing like yeah like he could visibly see that I was trying to be something that I wasn't yeah and I'm just like okay thanks for calling me out I know That's awesome. <laughs> I know it's but, hard though I think it just takes getting used to like it's feeling the, safe with someone you know yeah and it's that people pleasing thing yeah of, you grow up in a traumatic home trying to make people happy trying to trying to manage your own you know the way that you're acting and the way that you're speaking and what you're doing with and yourself to try and make other people happy so they don't get angry at you. yes and react happily towards you yeah and you like it's that conditioning of you learn to act a certain way to mm. elicit certain responses yeah and that just continues on to it really adulthood does. um i think in terms of finding a therapist some people will get lucky like i feel like with mine straight away I was like yep this is good mm. like I was happy and and maybe I wasn't as open as I could have been in the beginning but um you stuck it, through it yeah it, yeah it and you know some people out there will experience that where they're like yeah this is the person for me this is going to work perfectly and maybe you'll have to shop around first but once you do like it's so nice to have a place that you can go for an hour or 40 minutes however and and talk and know that that person's there just to listen to you like it's so validating You're like i got your attention for an hour yeah like 50 minutes <laughs> it's so validating to be like i feel sad i feel angry i feel you know you can say things that you wouldn't maybe talk to other people about or you know things you wouldn't even bring up i think validation is a huge part of therapy yeah is to because especially you know with people with troubled upbringings and, mm. and all of that stuff that validation was so missing from yeah our childhoods and many people's childhoods and yeah so it's like be, having having that space where you can feel validated is so important I think yeah and having someone say wow that really sucks that, yeah. that sucks for you and I hear you and that must have been so hard for you and yeah and like just sort of I mean for for me and maybe you as well just because it's childhood stuff it's like that younger part of me who needed that when I was yeah. a kid you know when it when each thing that happened I needed someone to be like hey that's really shitty and I'm sorry that happened to you and that didn't nobody said that to me whereas now it's like somebody's sitting there and for an hour they're listening to me talk yeah and they're gonna say to me that sucks that it happened to you yeah. and I'm sorry and it shouldn't have happened and yeah you know it, it the, kind of validates everything you feel. And there's another side of validation as well within therapy or certain therapies when when you um you know say you have mental illness or or whatever mm. and it makes you have these strange behaviors I would say like I have a lot of strange behaviors that might not make sense to other people but they mm. make sense to me yeah um and a, I think a huge part of of validation within therapy is to go sometimes I think that this I don't know what I'm trying to say here sometimes mm. I think that people are spying on me or mm. something and for them not to go that's not right yeah to have them go that makes sense within the context of what we're talking yeah. about it yeah. makes sense that you act like that because I hear you and I see thing, yeah. and I see the reasoning why. Like I may not agree with, you know, you deciding to cut your hair at three AM, but <laughs> I can understand the context that as led to, to that, that led to yeah. that and I understand why you did it and I'm here to validate your experience. That's a really good point because I know that that has happened to me not cutting my hair at three AM, but me explaining the way I responded to a situation um that I don't really want to talk about, but some I did that I reacted in a way that was immature and negative and it wasn't a good way to respond to the situation yeah. and I was talking to my therapist about it and she's like at that moment your your brain had gone like your mm -hmm. mind had gone and you were 12 year old 13 year old Chloe and you were just feeling hurt and you were reacting in the way that that person would have and that's yeah. totally understandable and you can't you you have to 
view it in that frame of reference. Like you can't be like, what the hell? I'm 30 years old. I should have handled that better. You can be like, man, that sucks that I acted every, that way. Yeah, but, but, but this is why. And I can be kind to myself about that. Like, And and I think that's a huge part is being yeah. – is, is, I think that's a huge part of therapy as well as being able to understand the context. Exactly. And, and understand um, – Like we don't exist in a bubble on our own. Like, yeah. That's like a massive – a massive part of like learning is that how we grow is influenced not just by where we go to school or where we grow up. It's influenced by the people, everybody in our Literally lives, teachers, every neighbors. Single yeah. Thing. So that cat that you used to walk by every day on the way to school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, but it, it all, it's all exactly. So, so, you can say, no, I'm fine, even though all this troubled stuff happened in my childhood, but the chances are that impacted you in the yeah. same way that everything that happened to us impacted us. Yeah. And it's up to you when you choose to address it. Like, you know, sometimes maybe you're not ready to address it yet, but once you do, like, it, it, you kind of see how much it affects your life and how much it affects how you react and behave with things. So for me, yeah. it was like realizing that the way I had responded to that situation wasn't 31 year old, 30 year old mature Chloe. That was little 12 year old me who was hurt and lashed out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. It just takes like understanding and having someone understand that you're not, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but just having someone like validate, like, you know, and, and sort of help you imagine like that little version of you responding who, to that. Exactly. Yeah. And not the person that you are now. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling. <laughs> I just wanted to also um, touch on going to therapy um, when you're not at rock bottom. Like you mm. don't, like you don't have to, I know we've already said That's this, a good point. but, but don't please don't wait until you're at rock bottom to go seek out therapy yeah when if your life is going great go to therapy like that's the best time that you could go yeah. to therapy because it doesn't mean that you're going to go to therapy and be like oh this week I had this horrible thing happen to me you can go in there and make do the real work you know and mm. be in the place that you're available to do that work you know and yeah. um yeah just just and just know that you don't have to go to therapy and straight away open up this can of worms and go, here's my trauma. You know, mm. I was sexually abused or da, 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 da. You can literally go and be like, Oh, I felt like this today. Like, Oh yeah. Like yeah. kids did this. Or sometimes or, you don't even talk about like there's Sometimes I go where we don't, I mean, we almost always end up talking about mom, but, <laughs> but I won't start at talking about mom. I'll talk about, you know, what's happened, happened in my week. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, um, and then my therapist is really good at turning it around. Like, and why do you think you responded like that? And I'm like, no, th this was just supposed to be a funny story. I wasn't trying to <laughs> like, I didn't want you to analyze it. No. Um, but yeah, She's like, like, that's my job. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's nice just to basically you have someone, I mean, you're paying them, but you have someone that's sitting there for an hour, just listening to you talk. And also like bringing up the payment thing mm. I think like at the beginning I felt really awkward about it like it mm. was like some weird CD deal <laughs> and I was like oh here's your money like yeah <laughs> um but also I think like I've started to view the payment side of it as like a very positive thing because it's it's almost like this tangible um this tangible view of boundaries mm. I think I think it's a really good reminder of the boundaries within that therapeutic relationship because yeah. they're so important like knowing that both of you have your boundaries and knowing that there's that confidentiality involved that they can't just go and talk to your mum about what you've been saying like yeah well, even if you're a minor that's even what, if you're a minor yeah that's what mum would do yeah would I'd confide in something and she'd go fucking tell one of you guys yeah. my auntie whatever so it's that person that your, your therapist that you're speaking to can't say anything I mean, unless you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, if your life is or, in danger or, or, or somebody else. else. Yeah, of course. Else. But you can go and talk about how your boss is such a bitch and they can't go to your boss and be like, this is what they said about you. Yeah. And if they do, 
they're going to get fired. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not great. Yeah. There's like a strict code of ethics with therapists where they are literally legally bound. Yeah. Unless you are saying that you're going to go kill yourself at home or go kill someone else, they can't say anything. This is a really good point to bring up, actually, is to look into what qualifications yes. um, and who your therapist or counsellor is registered under because it's different for every country. Mm. So, like, New Zealand has a code of ethics for counsellors and therapists and there's different organisations. There's, like, um, there's, like, a therapist association here, like a psychologist association. And it's obviously different in different countries. And mm. then in big countries like the States, it'd be different in different states. So just look up. Um, just make sure they got, they got a little piece of paper that says yeah, they know what they're doing. And who they're registered with, what it takes to register with that organization. You know, if, if they have to have a certain level of um, qualification and different things like that. So that's yeah. actually a good point. And make. I think it's also good as well to, to, um, while you're looking at that to look at what kind of therapies they, they yeah. are good at, you know, they could be good at cognitive. They, you know, they spit certain people specialize in different things. So mm. I think it's really important to kind of have a look at that and see what you yeah. might be interested in and talk about that with them. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we've rambled on for yeah. such a long time. <laughs> I also really quickly wanted to say it's getting hotter over here in New Zealand. So we have like windows and stuff open. So I apologize. I don't know how much sound is coming from outside, but every now and then like a car will go past or birds or whatever. So hopefully it's not too noisy, but it's so, it's going to get so hot come summertime that I really have to have windows open. I really, really fucking hate summer. <laughs> like it's not even summer yet. It's spring and I'm already like, it's really hot. fuck this. <laughs> I think we're going to have a hot summer. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, it gets to like, 20 degrees Which i don't is, know what that is in fahrenheit but 20 degrees celsius and i'm already like this and is that's too much not, that's not hot like it can get to 30 30 32 yeah australia is like 40 45 50. sometimes 50 yeah, like which is absolutely I, I, ridiculous yeah. and then places like india and stuff they get to like 50 degrees and oh, i'm like don't it's what? so hot like it's i can't too much I can't fathom it like i always have these thoughts of um like moving to Europe during the, the summertime here. So I have winter in New Zealand, then move to Europe and have winter there and have winter there. Yeah, and so I never so nice. have to experience hot weather again. again. <laughs> in, oh, okay. Someone just fell down. Anyway, that's our signal to stop. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. As always, you can um, reach out to us. Um, our email is the no contact club at gmail.com. Or check us out on Instagram at the Noah Contact Club. Yeah, we post some stuff on there. We talk about like feminism and everything. We're pretty active in our stories. Like, yeah, we sometimes we we do little videos of our faces so you guys can see how beautiful we are. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Stay classy.